0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Big, Sad, Fun, a sports podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about what's big, sad, and fun in the week of sports. My name's James, and I'm here with... Edward. Edward. We've got a big episode today. A lot of lot of fun, a lot of big, a lot of sad, packed into one. You know, we're doing it all. You know, We're doing everything. We're doing it all this we're week. Gonna, we're going to solve all the world's problems. Uh, every, every single one of Specifically, them. Specifically...
1: Specifically, when it comes to sports,
0: <laughs> only, and, and, only and the teams to... that we care about. Let's talk <laughs> about the debt, uh, the debt ceiling, and whether or not the house is going to pass the the bill to no.
1: I just I just want to know that. what that what that's going to have to do with LeBron's legacy. Um...
0: <laughs> oh man! For those of you out there who uh, who uh, are interested, there's a great video on YouTube about how the fall of Constantinople affects LeBron James. <laughs>
1: I'll I'll tweet it out after it's the podcast. Am, it's
0: amazing. Uh, but we're going to start today with our big, uh, as we always do, and we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs. We've got a really big piece to talk about with the playoffs that, mm-hmm. that pertains to a local team here uh, in Atlanta that happened last night. But before we do that, I just want to say, how about LeBron James and uh, those Lakers?
1: You know, oh, boy. Just should have just kept his mouth shut. <laughs> you know, and I get it. That's kind of who he is. He likes uh, to kind of poke bears. his name, Brooks? Yeah. Um but and uh, someone tweeted like you know, he thought that he was poking Winnie the Pooh, but it turns out he was poking Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's really good.
1: But I mean, and and I get also, you know, he wanted to take the heat yeah. there. Yeah. And you know, and t- and because you've seen older guys do that, like um when the Hawks were in the playoffs a while ago. Yeah. Joe Johnson. Um, criticized the Boston fans because he was the elder guy, and he was like, "Let them boo me when I get the ball." Right. So they're not booing like Josh Smith, right? You know, like, right. And and so I think some of that might have been that to keep some heat off J- of John Morant. Sure. But man, that was stupid. You, you went too far. That that's I, the wrong. I would have I, I would have gone at Dennis Schroeder.
0: It's amazing stat though that this was the very first 2020 game LeBron James ever had. I mean that is wow. That's literally what you did to him. You opened up an, another dynamic of his game <laughs> that he had not done yet, and that's hard to believe. But that's his very first NBA that is twenty twenty game.
1: I I saw some stat, and I have no clue of the validity of it, but I'm gonna say it that's like, it is, like yeah. it's like um, it's say it with authority that he has never actually gotten his like per game like like his per game average. Yeah, he's never actually done that in a game.
0: Oh, oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, like okay. the
1: average for each, and I've like that's rounded it up, around it down. But yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. Um, but he's yeah, 38 was, years old. He's coming strong. Uh, it, and
1: now, now here's where I think it could because Father Time is undefeated. It's as, true. As much as we all like to, see, and it is awesome seeing him still do what he does. But the um, the the rest that he's going to require after yes. having what. Um, uh, what's his name Charles Barkley called it last year a, a throwback game yeah whenever you're you mm-hmm. know in your older era and you yeah. you have a throwback game it's like it's going to take you a couple a, l- a couple bit longer couple days longer to refresh
0: hopefully they and can and he's uh, he's
1: been Like consistently good, but that was another level. That was
0: a different level. Yeah. And there was an intensity level that that you don't even see necessarily on the stat sheet that Mm -hmm. he had to bring. Yeah, for sure. You know, for defense and stuff like that, too. So so hopefully the Lakers can uh, wrap that series up tonight so that LeBron can get the rest that he wants. Uh, Another superstar that you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah. um, And while he saw an early exit from the playoffs this year, um, Anthony Edwards, I think, is a guy from, and obviously I don't get to watch a lot of their games.
0: Now, I recently heard he's a Georgia boy. Is that, he, he, is, is that true? He,
1: uh, he went to Georgia. He's from here.
0: All right. Excellent. Um,
1: which I think, you know, Georgia basketball is – Georgia – I'm saying like high school level. Yeah. Football gets a lot of credit, but there's a lot of great basketball A lot of great basketball talent, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of athletes that come out of the state, and so I'm always rooting for the Georgia boys.
0: But now he plays for the Timberwolves. Who, yes. I think – is that a Canadian team? I can't even remember. <laughs> it's pretty far up there.
1: It, it basically is. might as well be. Um, but I think he's, he's somebody who – like we could be looking – just from from what i've seen from him in the playoffs. Yeah. He has the skill set and the tools to be somebody who in 5 or 10 years we're saying that's one of the best players in the league. Yeah, i've heard, and,
0: i've heard that a lot from around the league. I've heard other people say that um on ESPN and whatnot uh and i i've not followed his career obviously it's it's fairly young, I'm right? Yeah.
1: And i mean we kind of wasted him at Georgia which is Yeah. I mean we we were headed to the NIT. <laughs> We, we, won, Ooh, the NIT now. We, we won the first game of the it, SEC tournament, yeah. and so we could have won the tournament. Right. Um, but then COVID. Wow. Nah. Uh, COVID shut it all down. Wow. Well, but, yeah, we were headed God, to the NIT. Sad. I
0: remember when that happened. That was really sad. That's that when was. I knew COVID was real, when they said we're not going to have the NCAA tournament. Yes. I was like, oh, this is a real thing. This is actually happening.
1: Um, <laughs> you that was three years ago? That's wild. But, um, and I think, like, I think they have a responsibility... To build around him, so we can see how great he could be.
0: So, so while this is so, this is a classic situation. This happened with, um, I think this happened with Michael when he was with the Bulls for a while. This mm-hmm. is a situation where you know you have one of the best, if not the best player in the league, or will be mm-hmm. probably here in a couple of years, and you have a responsibility. You're saying that you got to build around him, so that first round knockout is not is not the it, destiny yeah, here. That right? that's
1: not what he does every year, right? Yeah.
0: right um although i'll say the timberwolves you know we were talking about this before but the timberwolves have a have a long habit of of letting talent walk out the door rather than try to build around um and, and and i think
1: i think his he'll probably get broken off this summer yeah like they'll they'll um renegotiate and yeah like put him on the because first,
0: that first re-up is so lucrative. Like, nobody ever wants to leave yeah. for that first round, you know? Yeah. You get so much more money. And I think this is smart what the NBA does, where they give you, you give the teams an opportunity to just pay your players more, the ones you draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that's smart, especially for these small market teams. Um, but then that the next round comes around, and you're 27, 28 years old, and you're like, man, I would like to win a championship. Yeah. You know? And that,
1: that's kind of where you get. It's a weird balance. Yeah. Because basketball, you kind of. Some guys flame out so early. Some yeah. guys hit their prime later. But yeah, it, it it's like the first time that you are up for free agency, you're 28. Yeah, and it's it's tough because they're like, oh well, do we want to? This guy's only been in the first round of the playoffs, like yeah, so, you right. know, it, which <laughs> right. And it every basketball player in the world like needs other people on the team. Like that's, that's how it works. Yeah, like no, even in people people point out that LeBron James Cavs team. Yeah. But when you look at the numbers, those other guys were, were doing a lot of numbers. They
0: were. Um, so, but it's like they you, were doing numbers. That's what they do in Cleveland. We're doing numbers, man, and that's what they were doing. They were putting up numbers.
1: Because <laughs> because you're now a, a <laughs> Cleveland fan. Um,
0: <laughs> Cleveland's but, not bad.
1: But yeah, it's
0: well, well speaking. It's interesting. Speaking of another team that has a hard time putting uh, talent around uh, players, has a history of that. Is uh, your Atlanta Hawks?
1: Yeah, but great I mean, game last night. Uh, I don't know why we have to start why we have to start with the negative but yeah no that well. that's that a good transition um your brain's always working for transitions <laughs> but the uh no, you said you didn't watch it, but you saw the extended right. highlights, So right? I saw
0: the extended highlights, and uh, as soon as I got the text from you last night that was like, oh my gosh, can we get tickets to go to game six? I was like, why would <laughs> there be a game six? I why wanted wanted there you be a to, game to expense six? the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> why would there be a game six? I, I, I said to myself, and then I looked it up, and what do you know? Trey Young hits a three almost at the buzzer. Uh, to, a logo three. Oh, man. He was just like, cool. as, as cold as ice out there. In that, in that." And then I went ice back Trey. and looked at some of the stats. Um, and
1: it it felt like, and I'm going to, you know, the throwback game that I was talking about earlier, it felt like one of like how we played in like 2021. Yeah. Um, but, and it's, it's like, that was originally what we thought Trey and John Collins were going to be able to be.
0: Right. Right. Because
1: John Collins had 22, I believe.
0: Yeah. 22. And and then Trey,
1: Trey had our last. 38. I mean Trey had 14 in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
0: and and what I what I from what I uh have heard and, and gathered today in my news reporting as I always do for this show is that uh John Collins and Trey Young combined for the last 21 points of the game, yeah. I think or something yeah, they, like that. Yeah, they
1: they both like in that fourth quarter they're like, "Yep, no, we're we're not we're, going home yet."
0: I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That and was a lot of people were comparing the performance to what Trey Young's done to the Knicks in the past with Madison Square Garden.
1: Now, I don't I don't know if this came up in your extended highlight, but uh the fans did the fatal flaw of the uh, the chanting "F Trey Young," you yes. could say, which it's like it never works out for
0: you. Yeah, why would you ever? Why would you I don't, I don't ever know why, I don't know why tray.
1: we don't start doing that at home.
0: <laughs> well, I tell you what, on the radio, that's kind of what the local news, the local sporting reporting has been doing over the past couple well, weeks.
1: And, I mean, I was obviously because it's a big win. I want to see what the national people are saying, so I've been watching yeah. some news clips. Yeah, and it it feels like a lot of people are kind of focusing on. And obviously I'm biased, but they're like it's a lot of like, oh well, Boston's miscused. let this happen. It's like, well, that's a that's yeah. a dim problem. We also we had miscues and we still
0: exactly we still won. That being said, um, Trey, without
1: without DeJounte.
0: Trey was still five for thirteen. I guess that's not too bad. Five for thirteen is a lot better than what he's been doing. Yes. Uh your team was forty six percent from the three.
1: If we can shoot forty five, we'll be great. <laughs> that's all I want. Right. Um and now hey. I know that's, that's that's a higher that's a high number, but that's
0: that's but forty six percent. That's is really good. That's a great night for the for the Hawks. Particularly, you are not even at home. I mean, you are yeah. playing there in and, Madison. you are playing uh, in
1: Boston Garden. In Boston Garden. The, I, the fact that Garden is in both names confuses me. <laughs> but I also love that Trey is just going around and um, like collecting sports cities to hate him.
0: <laughs> that's what he's supposed to do, right? You he's know, the like villain.
1: the the New York hates him. Yeah, um, he showed up at. Like a WWE event as a heel <laughs> in, in Madison Square Garden, <laughs> yeah. um, which I, I love. But uh, yeah, I mean, now the fact that they, he's got Boston, which it was kind of weird because it's like, he hasn't done this to you. Yeah. Like he hasn't been doing, he hasn't been, like y'all were, co- I believe it was game one where y'all were chanting overrated at him. Yeah. Which yeah. I hate that chant.
0: Right. Because and I'm sure he doesn't like it either.
1: Well, because you're just downplaying yourself.
0: <laughs> That's fair enough. Like That's if, true. if
1: we're overrated, right? Don't you want to be like, no, no, they're really good, and we're beating them?
0: <laughs> you know, like it's it just. So I got two questions for you. The first question, uh, as it pertains to the series, does this give you any hope that the Hawks can actually come back and, and push a game seven? Let me say it just like that, because you're just, coming back here on on Thursday, right?
1: Just just to get to game seven? Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah.
1: A hundred percent. I am just pumped up full of hope
0: <laughs> I've got all the hope in the world now that's that's the last that's the famous last words of any Atlanta sports fan is yeah, that, oh, I yeah. well, that I have hope mean, something's it, going to happen it's the
1: hope that kills you <laughs> that's um, right
0: um, but I, I think I do too I, I think that if they come out and John Collins and, and Trey Young they play the way they played in this last game like, well, and I've
1: kind of said and like while John Collins and you're going to get your other
0: guy back DeJounte d- 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 Murray if he comes back with any kind of chip on his shoulder
1: well and now that also I think opens up another question
0: were they better without him <laughs> i'm I mean, like, like but that... it's
1: like are those two better when they're not on the court together yeah um they seem to i don't think it's a personal thing but i think just the way they play it's a
0: chemistry thing um they both y- play the same position don't they
1: um yeah but they're i mean they're both guards
0: right so so and they, do and, share and, they the court.
1: and they will be they usually whenever Dejounte's in they have trey playing off the ball which hasn't been super successful right but DeJounte's is Traditionally good off the ball, it's it's a whole thing.
0: The larger question I have for you, though, is as a, as a Hawks fan, does this change the narrative at all? Now, this one game, and obviously, if you lose tomorrow, then it maybe it doesn't matter, and it just goes down as a little fluke of a thing. Mm-hmm. But does it change the narrative at all? With all the people around here saying you need to trade Trey, which is not going to happen. No, uh, <laughs> you need to get rid of Collins, which is a contract that's going to be hard to move. Yeah. Um. Like, does it? Does this change the narrative at all?
1: You know, that's a very good question good good job thinking that one up well you uh, know I,
0: I put in the work of doing the journalism so I might as well put in the work of doing the investigation you, you, you investigation know,
1: you, you might as well just get a journalism degree
0: you know I'm thinking about it
1: well, I mean I think about just penciling
0: journalism over this philosophy right here <laughs> just going with that
1: but so alright let's look at the history here okay
0: let's step back because I
1: think sometimes with the Hawks in particular we can make emotional decisions <laughs> yeah like, you know, when we we paid John Collins a lot of money.
0: You did. You and, made that and choice. And then we,
1: we hired Nate McMillan as our full-time you, head coach. You
0: also made that choice.
1: And then we released Dominique Wilkins at one point, or traded Dominique Wilkins at one <laughs> oh, point.
0: Wow, so we're going way back now. And then
1: we, we drafted John John Koncak, and then we <laughs> gave him a huge contract, making him John Contract. I can... <laughs> How, yeah, how about, the, how about, how about the time that we uh, drafted uh, Sheldon Williams over Chris Paul? Um,
0: <laughs> that was a good move. It worked out for you. I mean,
1: I can I can do this all day. But and you know I don't. You know I feel like if if we were thinking about trading some guys, I don't think one game should change that. Right. But I think if they were on the bubble, then, then it, maybe may, maybe maybe we popped the bubble.
0: Okay. I got you. I feel you on um, that. I, I, I wonder I would, I would need to know where exactly they stood. I think a lot of this has to do with the new coach and whether or mm-hmm. not he even thinks these guys can play in his fully formed system because we have to imagine that his system has not been fully implemented yet that he is coaching the pieces that he has and coasting out the rest of the year to some degree. I mean not yeah, coasting yeah, yeah. out, but you know what I'm saying. So there's a there's a lot of stuff that needs to be uh, implemented and in, uh, installed during the off season. Uh, and, and he probably has an idea of what he needs to mm-hmm. do that and whether or not these players are the ones that can do that.
1: I definitely think there's going to be changes. Yeah. Um. I don't know if they're going to be as drastic now. Right. Um. But I will say this from, and obviously I I know more about football than I do basketball. Yeah. But I, I know enough about basketball to, to get in trouble. Um, <laughs> but one thing I've noticed with him is he isn't set on his rotation. Yeah. Like he he will ride like, um, Clint Capella didn't play a lot in the fourth quarter because it was it was like yeah he's not he's not producing. He wasn't filling it. Let's yeah. let's put Jalen Jalen Johnson in. Um, you know it's there's there's more in game. All right, this isn't working. Let's go with it. Like he's yeah. he's riding the hot hand more. That's good. Which you I like. want to see that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope you guys <clears> will <throat> pull it off tomorrow night. let hey, to see too. A Game Seven. That would be amazing. That'd be a lot of fun if there is a Game Seven. We should get together and watch it.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, this reminds me of uh, I believe two thousand eight. When the uh, Celtics had that super team, oh yeah, and then we played them round one, and yeah. uh, Zaza Pachulia. <laughs> what going, a great name! Nothing easy, nothing <laughs> easy.
0: Um, that was like the very first super team. Yeah, a lot of and, people give LeBron heat for his super team, but that was the first one. Yeah. let's be honest.
1: But we, uh, I mean, we took him to seven.
0: Yeah, well, let's let's do this again, man. Hey, let's do it. Um, speaking of Atlanta sports, though, uh, we have another team here in Atlanta that's doing pretty well. Hey, all things considered. Uh, all the Braves. Pretty, pretty, pretty looking pretty, pretty good. Pretty good, except for there's one piece. Your designated so, hitter.
1: <laughs> the guy who's at,
0: designated to hit.
1: When you look at the Hawks, it's kind of hard to this figure out. This is our out. sad, by the way. Yeah. We're getting um, sad now. It's it's hard to pinpoint what exactly the low point is and like why it is we're, we're losing. Yeah. But when you look at the Braves, it's pretty It's clear. blatantly obvious. What, what, who? One who of the these weak things don't is. belong. <laughs> yeah. One of <laughs> one these, of things, these like, things is not like the other. Marcelo Zuna. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, obviously, so why is he still there? What? What's going on? I, th- I mean, I think we need to get some guys back from injury.
0: Yeah. Um, for the for a team that's done as well as you guys have, you've probably been the most injured team in Major League Baseball so far this season. Having
1: uh, Michael Harris out, uh, Travis Darno. Um, Michael come Harris
0: on. is making some rehab starts this weekend, right? Yes. So he should be back by May 3rd, I think, something like that. That's what I heard.
1: Someone someone check the internet.
0: Yeah, see, okay, I yeah. do the research, man. Do you, do you do any other real work here? <laughs> I just listen to the sports radio on the way in. <laughs> and this is whatever. No,
1: I'm, I'm excited for him to come back. And, you know, Travis Darnell...
0: When he gets back, do you think Ozona is sent down? Do you have anybody yeah. that can step in there and play designated hitter?
1: Yes. <laughs> we have... We have <laughs> a lot of people. It
0: still bothers me that the National League has a DH now.
1: I, I don't like it either. Um,
0: I like the distinction between the two leagues, but
1: and yeah, I mean no we can me. we can we can talk about that for a while, but um, I mean I think the guy we've got playing outfield right now for Harris, um, Pillar, polar yeah, Pillar, he is hitting the cover off the ball. Yeah, well, and, let's go. And you know we don't we're platooning in left, you know based on if it's a right-handed or left-handed pitcher. It's like, well, let's just put the guy who isn't platooning. Let's just put him at the DH, and then let's.
0: Do you let's think le- it's as simple as that? Do you think that that what they're what they're waiting for is for Harris to come back, and then they're going to do this, or are they going like, to continue to allow Zuna to try to swing his way out of this?
1: I mean, I think I think um, they're more waiting on uh, Darnell. Yeah. And with head injuries, eh, you're either back in a week or you're back in two months, or
0: you're out for a career. I mean, like it's it, it's, it's it can, so random. Yeah.
1: Um and the you testing don't is rush tough. Like that. Exactly. So it's gonna be interesting to see, but like we're paying him a lot of money to to solely hit, hit baseballs. And he just <laughs> his batting average and I I know batting average isn't that important to all you like numbers nerds. <laughs> but it's a very good snapshot. It, it's a good yeah, snapshot. It's a snapshot of like if I, I can are, see are someone's you hitting the ball. Yeah, but it's, I can see someone's batting piece. average and be like, he's having a good season, he's not. Right. This man's batting average is 0.75. Yeah. There's a great like that's that's well below the Mendoza <laughs> line. Like that's like
0: basically almost like the alcohol content level he's allowed to have when he's driving home from the <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like maybe that's the problem. O- Ozuna
1: or. from the Braves. Yeah. Um <laughs>
0: I mean, let's go. Uh, there's there's a great line in um, in the movie Bull Durham, which is a great baseball movie you've ever seen. Great it. Uh, if you haven't seen it out there, you need to watch it. But uh, there's a great line because Crash Davis, the Kevin Costner character, is is a perennial minor league player. He's about mm-hmm. to break the most home runs in minor league, which is a very dubious kind of record to have. And he's like, there's one point where he's talking to somebody, and he's like, "Do you know the difference between hitting." 300 and 250 is, or, or is it like 250 and 200, whatever, whatever that mark is that would keep you in the major leagues rather than being sent down. It's like one little hit a week. It's like one hit a week, or one mm-hmm. little blooper over to the left, or whatever. Uh, and it's really, he's not even being able to pull that off. You know, like, he, he's, not, no. he's not, he's so not, he's not contributing.
1: I went to the game um, Monday night. Yeah. Uh, that was a Spencer Strider. Oh, that was a good
0: game. Spencer you Strider know, is on a streak.
1: You know, he is... One of those guys who is becoming must see TV. Yes. Like if he's pitching, you've got to tune in to see what he does. He's,
0: co- he's closing in on Nolan Ryland's Nolan Ryan's uh, straight game, eleven straight games with nine strikeouts, and yeah. he's only had twenty five starts in his career.
1: <laughs> I mean that fastball is just nasty, it's amazing. Um, but, but yeah, like I was I was at that game and hearing us boo him, mm-hmm. like we don't do that in Atlanta. Yeah. Like we're not New York.
0: <laughs> right, right. It,
1: that's that's wild. Yeah. yeah. Um, just how little how little faith but that's another thing where he had a huge year on a contract year for us. Yeah. And then we, we I mean he was almost M V P and then we broke him off.
0: Do you think he ever makes it back? Makes it back to I hope so. Yeah.
1: Um, you know, obviously the the answer to this is Marcel starts hitting.
0: Yeah. I mean that's it.
1: Like if, if, he, that, if he if he can start you know that's a putting, thing putting too. bats on balls. Yeah. And it's also it's not like he's just grounding into double plays or he's striking out.
0: Right? No, he's just it, not hitting the ball.
1: Is it's he's not he making contact. Not even making contact. Um, now he he made contact on uh, Monday, and um, advanced a runner, but it's like. <laughs> Great! You're the designated hitter. Your only job is to hit baseballs. <laughs>
0: you,
1: you don't even have to worry about being a god awful left fielder. So,
0: so if we can, if we can transition from from Ozuna first. <laughs> I was, was going to keep going. <laughs> I know. Well, and we could do that all day. But uh, I have my own personal. I would like to throw out a, a sad of my own. Um, when Aaron Rodgers was traded this week, nah, right? We have not I don't talked. Know. I not know where this was We have not like. talked about the Aaron Rodgers trade, um, and it, it doesn't make it hasn't made it into our show. But Aaron Rodgers obviously traded to the Jets uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, the day before yesterday. But as soon as Aaron Rodgers became a Jet, <laughs> that made Dak Prescott the longest tenured quarterback on a single team I, in the NFL. I was
1: no, I think it's like technically in the in the in the NFC.
0: I think it's in the NFL. It's what I saw. But even if it's just the NFC, I, this is going to be his eighth year coming yeah. up I
1: mean and that is pretty wild that's
0: a sad thing for me and I just wanted to highlight that as a way of saying I'm sad that this now, this Dak Prescott era has lasted for seven years oh now it's going into his eighth year and it doesn't look like it's ever going to end
1: so <laughs> now but moving on from that <laughs> yeah, would you would yeah. you uh, like for them to uh to draft a quarterback
0: well you know, it's funny that you asked that, because uh, nice transition, uh, <laughs> Edward, because for our fun today, we are going to do what everybody's doing right now. Mm-hmm. We are going to have our own mock draft. We're going to do top 10 picks, uh, because we're too lazy to do all all 31 picks. in the. Is it just 31 or 30 picks that's in the first round this year, because the Dolphins lost their first round oh, pick. Oh, hell.
1: Uh, I, guess, I guess 31.
0: So, But we're just going to do top 10. Because no,
1: nobody has time to do all that. No them. one has,
0: has the time to do all that kind of research or whatever. And, and so um, I mean, he's
1: too busy, you know, journalism. Journalism. I'm doing.
0: Up. I'm working on a journalism degree now from Georgia uh, Polytechnic University out of the back. Uh, my car. So, um, anyway, uh, I thought the way we'd do this is we do the top 10 picks, and we can just take turns. Uh, you, I'll pick, and then you pick, and then I'll pick, and you pick, just like that, go back and forth. And we can either defend our picks or talk about the picks as we do them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, with that, yeah. let's, get let's it do this. The 2023 Big Sad Fun NFL Mock Draft. This is the first mock draft we've ever done, I believe.
1: Can you write these down so we can keep track of them?
0: Yeah. So with the first pick in the in the NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers, who received their first round pick, uh, first overall pick from Chicago for a haul of picks,
1: uh, your Chicago that is such a great move, <laughs> right? Sure. Chicago
0: like took them, just fleeced them. Well, and, like they have they have their quarterback. So the Carolina Panthers are going to select Bryce Young.
1: Uh, yeah, I think and I think that's a consensus. I
0: think that's that's you know that there was a Reddit report that came out uh, yesterday that kind of messed up with the messed up the odds uh, in in uh, Vegas where Will Levis came out and said that the Carolina Panthers have told him he's going number one overall, and that's a Reddit story. So yeah, it, a, his odds went from forty five hundred plus forty five hundred to plus seven hundred uh, in Vegas because of that one story. But they've gone back up now to plus a thousand at least. But. Press Young, it's got to be Press Young. I mean,
1: the problem, like where I kind of that loses credibility, is <laughs> when you said the word Reddit, <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I don't know what that is. Well, uh, I, I, lo- I love Reddit, no, no, but right, I also right. I'm very no, well exactly. aware that's that, exactly right.
1: You know, it's like the old internet meme of like, oh nintendo's putting out this game because my uncle works for nintendo it's like no he doesn't
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh that's was, that's was the old school thing yeah kung fu's 2 is coming out next week guys my mom told me yeah she, she works there she <laughs> works there uh you live in oklahoma dude hey she works <laughs> there man uh but Bryce young seems to me uh is the is the probably the best well the way they're talking about him is he's got my build first of all he's 190 pounds and six foot one that's me uh yeah. he's got more muscle than i do and he's a little younger than i am uh, and, and, he's, and he's probably ready to play quarterback better than I am, but there there is some concern about his size. But uh, but other than that, like he is ready to play in the NFL in kind of a Drew Brees kind of mode. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: So the other thing, JJ uh, Watt said this on the Pat McAfee show. It didn't seem to hurt him too much when he played Georgia, <laughs> right? Because Georgia's not a short defense. There like, you go. Yeah. He's played against tall guys. like he's ready to play. yeah, he can see I, the I field. think I think that's I think that's a pretty solid all right doo-doo-doo, doo-doo-doo. Houston's pick now, I know they need a quarterback.
0: they do need a quarterback. but
1: I think with will Anderson sitting there, you got to go will Anderson.
0: so all right. so this and is with yeah. the
1: Texans they've they've got to replace jJ. J. Watt or that that's that they like needed
0: and, to do that for a while now
1: yes, but and I think I think this is hope, potentially. Your your next big defensive piece and
0: Will Anderson. Now you watch obviously you watch a lot more college football than I do. A um, lot of talk about Dog. this. This guy is is a beast, right? Yes. Yeah. Now,
1: but we've yeah. all seen these guys not pan out.
0: Exactly. I was going to ask you how you might compare to someone like Michael Parsons because that is someone I watch every week. It's tough. It's tough. Tough to make that. He's not the next Lawrence Taylor.
1: Maybe like Mike is supposed but, to be. But yeah. Um, but it's it's hard to to do that because it's like I haven't seen him play in the NFL. Yeah, but he has the physical tools. Okay, and he's he's shown and that he, play, he can. I mean,
0: Alabama's producing defensive talent.
1: Yeah, if you, right. if he can play in a Nick Saban defense, he can play yeah. in the NFL yeah. usually.
0: So that's I was just say, that's kind of shocking who you got. We've got Texans not trading out of that pick, keeping the pick, and, okay, and taking Will Anderson. Right, But, but I'm we're, saying. We're
1: not doing trades here. Oh, we
0: are. Because guess what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the third pick in the draft has been traded from the Arizona Cardinals to the Dallas Cowboys. Of
1: course. Of course.
0: <laughs> now listen. Now listen. I'm not just doing this willy-nilly. I had to go back. I t- looked up Jimmy Johnson's uh, trade... <laughs> His trade numbers, his his pick pick values. All right, so so check this
1: out. Can I take Peter Pan to the next pick? We're no, playing no, no, Fairy Tale Land. No, no, we're not
0: because I did this legitly. I did this legitly. I, uh, I wanted to make sure I gave Arizona everything that they're worth here. So in order for Dallas to move up to the third pick in the draft, all right, <laughs> the pick is worth twenty two hundred points. All right. Dallas's first round pick is only worth 700 points. Okay. All right. Their second round pick is worth 320, and their third round pick is worth two, is worth uh, 140. So in order to make this work, this is what Dallas has to give up in order to move to the third pick in the draft. Okay. In our mock draft, all right, if they follow the values here. In order to get to 2,200 points, Dallas gives up <laughs> in order to, to make this move. Dallas gives up their first round pick this year and next year. They give exactly. up their second round pick this year and next year, and they give around the third round pick this year and next year. So we have a, six, a, a package of six picks. That are you picking gets, Jesus? Now, this is this is assuming that the values of the pick will stay roughly the same for this year and next year, uh, but we are giving six picks away to move up from 26 all the way up to number three so we can take Bijan John Robinson, running back out of, the, out of Texas, and win the Super Bowl next year.
1: You're trading six picks for a running back? (laughs) (laughs) To pick him in the third pick.
0: (laughs) Because we don't learn from our mistakes. Now, this is not... The last time somebody traded up, the last time somebody traded up to take a running back out of Texas, they traded their entire draft away to make that move. Do you know who that was? No. I think it was before you were born, son, or it was when you were in diapers, but it was uh, the New Orleans Saints. And um, New Orleans Saints moved up and to get Ricky Waters, not Ricky Waters, R- Ricky Williams. Mm. They traded their first, second, their all seven picks to move up to take Ricky Waters. No, I not say Ricky, Ricky Waters. Ricky Williams.
1: Did, uh, did you see his video offering to uh, smoke weed with Roger Goodell? <laughs>
0: yes, I did. I that did. was very funny. But um, So now, with that pick, the Dallas now, Cowboys take Bijan John Robinson. So,
1: obviously, this is cool, but, like, you think, would you <laughs> – because you can get Jameer Gibbs,
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's probably what's actually going to happen.
1: Yeah, right? like you, you can take Jameer Gibbs in your normal spot, but all right, all right. So y'all, let's, y'all let's are have Bijan? some fun. Let's have
0: some fun. Right. We're going to we're, we, we're make a terrible mistake. Uh, Jerry Jones is 80 years old. He decides this is the year, and with Bijan, he thinks that puts us over the hill, uh, over the gap, over the over the finish line. I don't know whatever metaphor you want to throw in here. That leaves the Colts picking at number four,
1: and I think. I think if that happens, yep. they have got to take CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud. Um, I think, you know, we saw against Georgia, he can play against elite defenses. Yeah. And now I don't. I don't think Georgia's defense is comparable to an NFL defense. Sure. But that's the best you're going to. He can play. Right? I mean, that's the best you're going to get in college. I um, think
0: maybe even more so than Bryce Young, CJ CJ Stroud might be more plug and play. Uh, as far as just ready to go day one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because he's got more of the prototypical build and 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 what, um, arm strength.
1: The other thing that uh, um, the Alabama quarterback has is that he played for Bill O'Brien last year. Yeah. And while I wasn't a huge fan of the offense – that's still an NFL, an a NFL former NFL offense. offensive coordinator. That's
0: exactly right.
1: Um, but yeah, I think C.J. Stroud. So C.J. Stroud and, 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 and Jim Irsay has already said like we got to fix this quarterback situation.
0: Even if
1: I don't know if it works out for them, but I think that's so the move.
0: So we we've got we've got a pretty interesting draft so far. Four picks in. Um, if it played out this way, even if Arizona picks number three, Stroud is going to be there at number four.
1: Yeah, I would I would assume so. Yeah.
0: Right. So with the fifth pick then in the draft, the Seattle Seahawks will select. Your boy Jalen Carter, who I think
1: yeah I th- now I think I think some of the off-field stuff is obviously that's who I'm biased. Right, that's who I want in Atlanta.
0: Right, I think that would be a beautiful pick for Atlanta. But um,
1: and so I'm hoping some of the off-field stuff.
0: Can, if he can fall past, if he can fall past Pete Carroll. And Pete Which Carroll's is, like obsession not. with defensive players, yeah, and probably his ego to think that whatever the issue might be, I can fix it,
1: yeah. Which uh, you, I mean, he's he's been the knucklehead whisperer before.
0: It'd be really hard for Jalen Carter to fall past Seattle, I think. But if that's the case, if he if if Jalen Carter gets to Atlanta at number eight, and you guys don't take him, I would I would turn in my card if I were you. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah, I would turn in my card. I'd be done. Um, so with the sixth pick, in the Detroit Lions, they received this pick from the uh, in the uh, in the. Uh, in the Matt Safford trade.
1: So I think I think they're gonna go uh Devon Witherspoon oh, out of really? Illinois. Yes, the cornerback. Because yeah. they, they just they've given up um the cornerback to Atlanta. They need a new corner. Devon Witherspoon's a really solid corner. If he's the guy yeah, he is. He's big big time hitter. Yeah. He's which, you know, he that's gonna fit in with um Motor City Dan Campbell. Absolutely, yeah. You know, biting kneecaps off. He's he's going to want a, a thumper at at cornerback. Yeah. I, I think I think that's a match made in heaven.
0: You know, Witherspoon is, is somebody that kind of had going around your area, yeah. going around the Atlanta Falcons area, but I like that pick a lot. If if Detroit is going to go Witherspoon, then I think there's going to be a run on cornerbacks. And so with the seventh pick in the draft, I think the Raiders will take Christian Gonzalez. I feel like I'm doing my fantasy football draft. It's kind of fun.
1: <laughs> this says we need to do this more often. We should have done more of
0: these. Yeah, we should have. So, Las Vegas Raiders can take Christian Gonzalez, which is who you take if you can't get Witherspoon.
1: Yeah. Um, and now, for the Falcons, because of the next pick. All right, pick. now, this is, I mean, this this is the, the let, biggest do you, pick. Do you want to talk about well, Christian Well, I was going to
0: say, Gonzalez, what I've heard about him and, and what I've seen is that he may be more athletic. He may have a more... Uh, he may he may actually turn out to be a better cornerback than Weatherspoon, but Witherspoon is is ready to play. Yeah, day one. Gonzalez may take some time to develop, but he's got like all those skills, all, all the intangibles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with all that being said, this is the most this is the moment we've been waiting for. It's the it's the eighth pick in the draft. The uh, Atlanta Falcons. So it, with with Bijan anyway? Robinson off the board in a shocking trade just a report if you guys didn't if you missed it the Dallas Cowboys moved up to the 3rd pick <laughs> in the draft to take Bijan Robinson just to make sure that the, uh, that the Atlanta Falcons couldn't do it cuz um, that's the earliest I've seen him go actually is the Falcons
1: i was thinking taking a Shrek since we're playing a fairytale land <laughs> it's not fairytale land. I <laughs> I gave them the numbers to
0: make the trade valuable man I look. I spent all day looking up the trade value numbers
1: I mean hey if that happens you know No, no Shadow over here <laughs> yeah. but I think um and B. John Robinson being off the board, and Jalen Carr being off the board. board. You know, and the other the other you, thing you that you we could back? be looking you at. you back? No. <laughs> uh, the other thing we could be looking at is offensive line. Oh, okay. With um, that guy with the last name that I can't pronounce. Skaronsky? Um,
0: Peter Skaronsky you know, from but Northwestern. That, that's,
1: that's not what I'm taking. I'm saying that, that's somebody oh, we might be looking at.
0: Okay. Uh, so, I had him on the phone. I'm gonna, oh, hold on, Peter. They're changing their mind.
1: Hey, Pete, I'm holding. Hold on.
0: Hold on just a second. Click
1: and then uh nolan smith from georgia
0: no okay all
1: and right edge, jumping up edge edge rusher which i mean how how many years now have we been saying the falcons have to have to address just, the pass rush or just we take an sec player or take a player rush. from georgia yes, yes.
0: <laughs> so they can do all they can do all that with this one pick they can yes. fix the entire fandom right here right now and i'm with nolan smith gosh darn it i'm doing it and what a great name nolan smith
1: yeah, he wears glasses it's awesome um but i think i think that would be be a great pick
0: that's a fantastic pick
1: um but i'm 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 tired of uh of being ranked last in sacks
0: well let me ask you this do you think nolan smith uh it, does he fit in that spot as far as picking number 8 cuz i see i'm just looking over some i see him going number 20 i see him going a little bit l- later than that even uh so you're drafting him a whole day. if you if it's your guy it's your guy right mm-hmm do you think well, we he, need his
1: edge and i think he is
0: you think he's the best yeah um and,
1: and i'm biased
0: of course of course and that's all right
1: um but
0: that's why i had my franchise cripple the future in order to get my running back that i want because <laughs> i don't have to i don't have to deal with the consequences next year
1: but also like the falcons took a tight end at four like
0: yeah who knows you're exactly right some,
1: someone i heard someone call into a, a Sports radio station and they were like would any position shock you Like no. Yeah. No, it wouldn't. Like (laughs) have you seen what we've done in the draft?
0: Here's an interesting little bit of trivia as we as we're getting here toward the end of our mock draft. There's only been three positions taken first overall in the last forty years with one exception. Do you know what the three positions are? And do you know what the exception is?
1: Um quarterback. Yep. Um offensive tackle. Yep. And defensive end.
0: And defensive end. Those are the three. Do you know what the one exception is? No. Keyshawn Johnson.
1: Yes. Uh, yes. I <laughs> knew it was something something weird like that. Yes. That is a good fun fact.
0: Oh, uh, that is a good fun fact. All right. So number nine, we've got Chicago Bears. Um they they've got so much to work with in this draft. I think that they're going to go ahead and take your Peter Skronsky guy. Uh, because they need to fix they need J, Justin Fields needs some protection. And this is one of the best tackles uh available, if not the best. So uh, I'm that's as simple as it gets. Skrnowansky. And now you've got the terrible, terrible hole in the <laughs> ground. Uh, what is this? Philadelphia Eagles. What is that? Philadelphia Eagles. What do you got? What do you so, got? So
1: Philadelphia, obviously, you know, just went to the Super Bowl. Did they? They. It's a solid team. Did they win? They. They didn't.
0: Oh, thank but you know goodness. who else
1: didn't win? <laughs> it was the Cowboys. All right, calm down now. <laughs>
0: There's no need to get personal.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to take. Um, and their offense seems to work. It seems
0: like they got it. So little.
1: I would go uh, Tyree Wilson, okay. out of Texas Tech. Yeah, he's a defensive end and, uh, yes. slash defensive tackle. Yes, good pick. Um, and I think, I think that is kind of what they're kind of looking for because when you're when you just went to the Super Bowl, and you're you just pieces you're, But but you're at, but you're at ten and you've kind of held helped held your core together.
0: And that's the thing, like they they shouldn't even been picking here at ten. They get this in a, in a trade with New Orleans, and I think that's unfair. You go to Super Bowl and you get to pick tenth. That's not right. You know, there's
1: one things one thing we can always bet on: it's New Orleans to suck.
0: Just real quick though, uh, you took Nolan Smith rather than this kid, Tyree Wilson. Is it simply Georgia bias? Probably. Okay. Probably. Okay.
1: Right. Um, I've I like uh, the leadership out of Nolan Smith, and I'm I'm accept, I'm accepting my bias. All right, everybody,
0: that's our mock draft. We'll we'll put that up on Twitter. Uh, for anybody who wants to take a look at it, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Big Sad Fun. Tell us what you think about our amazing, amazing mock draft. All of the twists and turns and the surprise. No, no. And we'll,
1: we'll be, so the Hawks game is like kind of during the draft, so I'm going to be tweeting up a storm.
0: Yeah, so we'll, we'll, be, uh, coming off we'll be live tweeting the game and the draft, uh, and we're looking forward to hearing from you guys, and we'll see you next week.
1: See ya.